Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platforms. Uh. What's good with with? I got motherfucking tongue tied. <laughs> I ain't gonna cut it out. What's good with y'all out there? This episode 58 of The Gab. I'm your host, Kamal. Hey, if you listening or if you watching, give yourself a hand clap. I appreciate y'all out there. Look, I like to thank my sponsor, First Place Losers. The link to the shop gonna be in the description below. Bow! For my tubers out there, YouTube been around since 2005. I don't need to tell y'all what to do to get the channel or the video booming but if you want to find me all you got to do is type in kamar johnson ent or type in the gab now i'm taking some digital real estate i'm popping up first above everybody else that got the gab thing or whatever you see me first okay but for my potters out there i'm on apple podcast i'm on soundcloud and i'm on google podcast all you got to do is type in kamar johnson ent or the gab and bam i pop right up Ooh-wee. look it hey i just want to show you out there I be making mistakes, but I don't cut it out like the other YouTubers be doing. Hey, shout out to y'all, but I be seeing them jump cuts. Y'all must be f***ing up a lot. God damn. <laughs> Jeez. But anyway, let's get into it and look it. For the topic of the day, I want to talk about big business and the way it operates. And the situation I'm going to use is a yes. I'm talking about... This motherfucker again, Joe Rogan, the whole Spotify thing, you feel me? This new information came up from the last time we talked about. Last time we talked about Joe Rogan, the situation with the misinformation, or it could not be misinformation, who knows, of the T-virus. But now, we in another doozy. And I ain't gonna lie, I didn't even know about this. You know why? Because I don't listen to Joe Rogan. Roommate does, and I overhear him. Sometimes I listen to him, and lately, he ain't been really listening to him either, but, and I talked about this on episode three of my show, The N-Word. At this point, it's cool. Oh, I said it in context, in context. Don't matter no more. Just say the N-Word. It's okay. Or replace it with, like I said, call us kings. Pharaohs, you can replace the N-word with so many other words in the English dictionary. Episode 3, go check it out. I've talked about the N-word. But we're going to talk about big business and how the CEO of Spotify is basically saying, you know what, Joe Rogan, he did fuck up with the words and we don't condone that. But uh, we ain't about to kick him off the network. You know why? Because they invested $100 million, bruh. Come on now, use your brains, people. You think they're going to punish them? They just invested that much money in them, you feel me? What? And to them, they like, he just said a little N-word. It ain't a lot of N-words, it's just enough. Just a little bit of N-word. You know, just, just enough to be like, all right, that, that, was, that was wrong, Joe Rogan, but it ain't wrong enough. Man, come on, bruh. But this is how big business operate. You'll have to think. Wherever, and I'm just saying big business because Spotify is a big business, but in retrospect, this is how most businesses work. Whatever they're putting their money into, for the most part, 
whatever those motherfuckers say, they ain't going to stop investing in them. They ain't going to punish them that much. That's how we're, especially in big business. Big business is all about the dollar dollar bill, y'all. Y'all know what the fuck big business is about. What? Come on now. Like, big business has been around since in the Bible. We see how the Bible works. See how business worked in that, right? Same thing, bruh. So, I personally going to think that, look at Joe Rogan's not going to get any more punishment. He actually apologized for what he said. And he was saying, like, even when he rehearing it, he's like, damn. I said, I said nigga with authority. <laughs> he did. He didn't say that. I said it with my chest. Nah, he felt he felt disgusted that he said he was like, damn. But another thing I read up and I haven't heard I haven't even heard the clips of him saying the N-word. I just I read it up on like, you know, I got my sources from I'll just read my sources right now. Vanity Fair Complex and Forbes, and then you know, through social media, people are saying shit or whatever. Uh but yeah, like I, I haven't heard the clip from the N word and shit like that. And him saying it, I know it's out there, and he said he acknowledged it. You know what I mean? I didn't even hear his apology. There's no no point. This happens a lot. White person said N word down like years from now, and then it gets brought up, and they just hit us with an apology and be like, "I said it in context." <laughs> it ain't nothing different. So I'm just like. Let me spin in and talk about big business and how they operate. And so, you know, we we ain't like we could be up in arms, but we shouldn't be naive to this shit. And how business works, bruh. This is America. Capitalism wins at the end of the day. Okay, people? Jeez. Nah, but uh, and uh, like, you know, the NDRE pulling her music down because of the N-word ordeal. That's how this really got brought up. And I mean, I'm I'm more concerned about did he really say that Planet of the Apes line? That he was watching Planet of the Apes with a bunch of black people and he felt like he was in Africa. How that's more damning than the, the N-word. <laughs> it's crazy. The N-word is bad, but if what? Did he say that? If that one was said, oh my. But back to big business, we know you have to look at what they invest in. What do big business invest in? And if all their money, or not even all their money, but most of their money, and that's their cash cow, they're going to rock with their cash cow. That's how business work, you feel me? Spotify, big business. That's why we saying big business. And big business sound better, you feel me? Anything you throw in front of big, it just sound better. You feel me? Like, big trucks, big papa, big wigs, big everything. Now, see how it just sounded better? Big sauce. Sound, it just sounds better. When you put big in front of it. But that's how they, look, this how, that's how they operate. Just remember that, y'all. Do not act surprised, man. We know. Cash rules everything around. Get the cream. Wu Tang. Wu Tang said it to y'all already. Y'all should already know. <laughs>
But yeah, uh, my take on this, um, Joe Rogan, I mean, I guess his punishment was Spotify scrubbing 70 episodes off of. Now he can't get money off that. Uh, and, he said he said it in context. But what the hell are you going to do, nigga? The fuck? <laughs> Big business. It runs shit. They don't give a damn. <laughs> <laughs> to them is sticks and stones will break my bones but words will never hurt me that's what they think that's how big business thing it's like that's just a bunch of words who cares it don't matter it ain't <laughs> up our bottom line so why the hell do we care that's how they think eh, a little slap on the wrist that's all they did anyway get out of here big business jeez alright Speaking of big business, this this movie I'm about to review brought in big money. And you know a segment we about to get into. We about to get into the SAF segment. And like I said, man, this movie right here brought in. Their budget was eight motherfucking million. And they brought in 80 million? Holy Harriet. <laughs> right here is a white classic. And... I know some of y'all gonna be like, oh, why didn't you call it white classic? Why can't it be a classic? Cause god damn it, I'ma tell y'all the truth. Some movie, some of these movies that I review, I haven't heard about them until I start meeting white people. And I started meeting white people when I came out here to San Diego in college. And they riffed and rave about movies such as this movie, Footloose, on Showtime. It was only on Showtime now, but it'd be on other networks. We gonna say on Showtime. And this one of the movies these White people would tell, I'll tell them like, Footloose, what the hell y'all talking about? Oh my God, dude, you never seen Footloose? <laughs> Where do you live under a rock? <laughs> so, so the f- what if I do live under a rock? Maybe I like, I'm like Spongebob in this bitch, all right? Y'all don't like Spongebob? Is that what y'all telling me? Y'all racist against Spongebob? <laughs> y'all racist against Patrick? Damn. I always get that stupid ass reaction. I hit them with, you ever seen juice? They be like, yeah, I seen juice. It's in the fridge. No, the movie juice, goddammit. They be like, no. Well, then you get it now. Y'all got y'all white classics? We got our classics. All right? But I watched this over the weekend, Footloose, on Showtime. And, you know, I'm a stat teacher, so I got to hit y'all with the stats. IMDb gave it a 6.6, and Rotten Tomatoes gave it a 52%. I ain't gonna lie, I kind of agree with the critics on this one. <laughs> so we gotta get them with the frick them, frick them critics. You feel me? The people gave it 80%. We know why the people gave it 80%, bro. Man, these white folks love this movie. You feel me? And to me, it was like, ugh. I don't know what the riff and rave was about. I was just watching them like, really? This is the plot? <laughs> Alright, this came out February 17th, 1984. This was directed by Herbert Ross. I think I was more impressed by Kevin Bacon dancing. <laughs> you, the niggas always getting the, the, the dancing ghosts, I guess. Oh, shit. Stop dancing. It's forbidden. <laughs> I was more impressed because 
every show I see Kevin Bacon in, bruh is wildly racist and is a grump. In this movie, he is like actually kind of happy. He still have his antics where, and he still say some wild shit, but he ain't racist at all. Nor is he grumpy or smug about shit. I was impressed by that. I'm like, damn. Yo, Kevin Bacon could play roles like this, but he was the main character. His character was Rand McCormick. Uh, they had Laurie Singer as Ariel Moore. Uh, her, her character was kind of obnoxious, I ain't gonna lie. <laughs> and they had, you know, John Lith- Lithgow. I'm, I'm mispronouncing his name, but bruh, I know bruh from Third Rock from the Sun, bruh. He was that. He was funny. And he was Reverend Shaw Moore. And they had more people on the cast, and you know, this is a musical drama film. And, uh, who? I, why? What? People out there, if, if, if I know you back in college and y'all watching this and we talked about movies, like, why the Giggity. f were y'all so pathetic about <laughs> Footloose? What is the flying fork? <laughs> like, this movie, the plot is. This motherfucker, Ren McCormick, he moves from Chicago to Oklahoma, because where it takes place, and he moves in a small town, and basically, dancing is forbidden. That's the plot. And they all somehow be getting the Holy Ghost when they hear some music and shit, and it's like, what the hell? And they're getting the dancing, goes, hey, and that's another problem. If these motherfuckers is forbidden from dancing, how the f*** are they dancing like Chris Brown and Usher? I didn't understand it. What? I'm like, how the hell did they dance so well and this supposed to be against the law? That It was against the law. You go to jail for dancing. <laughs> jail for dancing that was the whole plot so literally rick mccormick he goes in small town and like he he's in high school and they just showing a bunch of small town shit i guess that's what people in small rural towns do they ride tractors playing chicken against each other and there's a bunch of nothing going on and people just gossiping and they go into their local fast food joint and you know, start pop locking and dancing. I guess that's. What <laughs> and then it's basically like, or uh, Lori Singer, Ariel Moore, her her character Ariel Moore. She's the love interest. She's mad obnoxious, but it's like she's a small town girl living in a small town world. It sounds like a song that these white folks be loving at these bars. <laughs> Hey man, it like she's obnoxious as hell, bruh. And like she has a boyfriend, but she sees the new new guy, Ren McCormick. She's like, oh my god, I gotta have him. And all the girls like him. And he's like, and bruh, first, like his first encounter, first encounter, bruh ended up becoming his best friend. And this is true. It's like 
when you're in high school and younger, usually your best friends be the ones you actually end up fighting first or getting into arguments with. And that's what happened with him. And we don't call Bert Buck Nasty. With, with Buck Nasty, <laughs> that should have been his, his, his name, Buck Nasty. Buck Nasty always fighting and drinking. And his girl's like, I just want you to dance. Please don't fight. And my thing was this. How do you call this fighting from bro when he getting his ass whooped? <laughs> getting his ass cleaned up all down the aisle. Like, bro, they are whooping your ass. His girl's always like, don't get in the fight. I see why. She don't want you to get beat up, bro. She's tired of you getting your ass whooped, bro. Oh, my God. But, essentially, they become... Him and dude, Buck Nancy, come friends or whatever. And then, like, they go to the church, small town church. And that's where John Ligothor, or I'm going to just call it Bird John. That last name is hard, hard as hell to pronounce. I didn't even know. Man. You, hey, white names are hard to pronounce, too. <laughs> Y'all be having some wild names. All right. He was the Reverend Shawmore. He was basically the one kind of enforcing, you know, the dancing because. The dancing brings up the evil spirits. It brings up promiscuity and it brings up sexual tension. That's basically what saying. And his wife was like, motherfucker, don't you remember when we was young? We were dancing too. They, they dancing was like this though. He was like, <laughs> Footloose dancing like, you know what I mean? A little closer just. Now dancing is, they on your ass. <laughs> Nah, that was like the 2020 Now dancing like this. I'm groovy, y'all. Hey, for my pottery, I got my phone in my hand. That's how motherfuckers dance now. They don't even dance with each other. They dance with the imaginary people on their phone. Hey, I'm gigging with y'all. Out of here. I want to go back to the dancing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Ask the crotch. Let's get it. Ask the cross dancing, but not, um, yeah, he went to the church, and then, like, they have their little tiff and disagreement, and then, at the end of the day, they deal, they show all the small town stuff, irrelevant, <laughs> I mean, it doesn't matter, the main thing was, the nigga Rent Cormick, he wanted to create a dance to be defiant against, what you call it, and I guess he was, big and dancing in Chicago, and it was like, when I dance, all the girls love me, and, like, we should have a dance, and, Blah, blah, blah shit, man. <laughs> they went to the city council and was like, we need a dance for the high school, man. We're bored. Damn. <laughs> they all was like, uh, we don't know if you can have a dance. And then basically, Shawmore, Reverend, I guess he caught the dancing ghost too because he was like, all right, you little bastards. Y'all can have your dance, all right? I guess he was trying to protect his daughter from sexual contact but it's like nigga you gonna push your daughter into more becoming sexual deviant like this is the worst thing you could do they dancing and dancing too damn well if you ask me for white people goddamn what the <laughs> for a town that even won't even have dancing is against the law anyway Reed McCormick, he won the case. They had their high school dance, and he gets the girl area more at the end and beat up the bullies, whoop their ass, and everybody's happy. 
Everybody's dancing. Everybody's foot loose. <laughs> and now I call it foot loose. Cause everybody foot loose. I can't, the intro I was laughing to, I was like, wait a minute. Some of these people are freaking gigging. Actually, a lot of them was gigging. But then it was songs like, oh, they dancing like bullshit. You could really tell how somebody dancing by just looking from their <laughs> kneecaps down. They had the little feet. Some people was doing little. I wish y'all could see my feet. They were. Oh. <laughs> I was like, are you doing the stutter step? What are you doing? So people were doing feet going. I'm like, they most definitely doing the YMCA dance right now. Y'all need to do a bunch of bullshit. Oh. I was grooving though. Anyway, man. Hey, man. I with this movie, what it did for me was one. I'm starting to notice <laughs> when it comes to these white classics. Most of them, I don't get why. I don't get it. I just don't understand why white people rave these movies. Some of them I do. Most of them I don't. <laughs> Two. Kevin Bacon, you did your thing, bro. Like I, I appreciate Kevin Bacon more. This made me have a, a new respect for bro, cause seeing him on his shit that he does right now and the other projects he do, I, I, I like Kevin Bacon as an actor, bro. This thing is really good, man. Really good. Three, this was total propaganda that they trying to kids say, yo, bro. Small town white people can dance like a motherfucker. Get the f out of here. <laughs> oh my god. Jeez Louise, bruh. Oh. Uh, on that note, look at me. Like I say, I never deter people or even encourage people to go watch movies or shows or listen to albums that I listen to or watch and things of that nature. I'm just telling you my spill on the shit and hopefully y'all get a laugh out of it. Hey man, hit me with comments and let me know the shit I said wrong. You know, I say things wrong. I'm human. Well, oh well, fuck. <laughs> you know, well, hopefully it's just like, you know, it is my opinion and hey, if this shit does make you go look at the show, look at a film, listen to an album, kudos. Uh. Anyway, that was Footloose on Showtime. Hey, man, somebody, hey, one of you drill rappers, bro, take the Footloose motherfucking beat and cadence. Y'all make a song out of it, bro. I'll be impressed y'all do that. And Footloose out of here, bro. All right, man, y'all know what time it is. It is. Meantime, hey man, y'all been loving the memes, and I've been loving the memes too. You feel me? This week's memes we got. All right, so you know I try to incorporate the memes with the show. So we did Footloose. Had to get a Footloose meme, and it got bruh from Star Trek going, and it reads, "How the f are these kids so good at dancing?" In a town that was outlawed dancing. 
Thank you! What? You telling me that people go to jail for dancing, but these kids here are the most incredible dancers with no practice. That's motherfucking cap. <laughs> oh! I see the propaganda y'all trying to do, bruh. I see what y'all trying to do. You ain't fooling me. <laughs> All right. So we have big business as a topic. So I got a big business meme. Hey, y'all there. I got two of them. You know what I mean? And it got a dog with the long With the, with the, uh, with the, Gorsh. uh, he got a sports jacket and a tie. He looking like Brian off of, <laughs> Is a real life Brian. Bird! <laughs> and it reads Come on, Potters. Johnson, put everything on hold. I've got to lick my balls. <laughs> so immature. So immature. <laughs> oh, man, bruh. Immature memes. I'm loving it. <laughs> oh, man. Before I potted it out there, bro. Hey, man. I'm going to just stop saying, bro. I'm just going to explain the meme to y'all. At this point, y'all freaking know. All right. It got Morpheus with the glasses. Hey, if you really look close into his glasses, you see the reflection of Neo and the other chick. Hey, he got the gun to her head. I never saw that. Wow. And it, it has Morpheus and he's looking. And it reads, what if I told you when you steal from big company stores, consumers just pay more in markup. The company does not meant to say loose, but it said loose. And the joke is on us. Because they mark up the price. They still recruit, they recoup their profit margin. Even when people are stealing from them. Ain't this about a bitch? Wow. I wonder if they doing this with the Joe Rogan shit that's going on. They like, we gonna just recoup our loss on the back end. You know what? Neil Young, NDRE, and you other people, y'all taking down y'all music on Spotify, that's fine. You know why? Because we're just gonna mark up the price on subscriptions. Give it six months, subscriptions don't go up again at an obnoxious, ridiculous price. Mark my words. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. But if I'm right, I'm right. <laughs> bro, that's what this saying, bro. And this was going. Man, you saw how I tied the goddamn dots together? Snap! <laughs> oh, man. You know what? I just want to play this sound. Just... <laughs> yeah, man. Give yourself a motherfucking hand clap out there. Y'all listening. If y'all watching. You feel me? This is The Gab. I'm your host, Kamal. This is episode 58. I'd like to thank my sponsors, First Place Losers. The link to the shop will be in the description below. YouTube been around since 2005. I ain't going to tell y'all what to do to get the channel or video boom. But if you want to find me, 
either type in The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT. Bam, I'll pop right up. For my potters, though, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in The Gap or Kamal Johnson ENT, and bam, I'll pop right up. On that note, I'm out of here. Footloose, the director of Footloose, you motherfucker. <laughs> Footloose in your ass. <laughs> this was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.